This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. Again, congratulations to, the, to those that was ordained over the week. It is now work for you. It's not title. It's a deacon. I'll quick address this. Your character, I have to show you where I do. I want to be looking at a particular one. Uh, where are they now? Okay. Amen. Commence forth. Your character have to be different. The youth will be looking at you. Deacon, Deacon, Deacon. You're no longer that brother. Your wife also, you offend her, she will tell you, look at you that they ordain. <laughs> Mark it today. I will pray and I will keep on praying for you that God will give you guys the strength because it is not easy. Quickly, let's go to what God is going to tell us today. The title is Know Your Exit. I'm not going to be speaking security. I'm going to be speaking the word of God. And I'm going to read a very long Bible passage. Please bear. And I want you to follow, please. It will give meaning to what I'll be speaking about. Genesis chapter 19. Genesis chapter 19. I read. Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face towards the ground. And he said, Yeah, now, my lords, please turn into your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet. Then you may rise early and go on your way. And they said, No, but we will spend the night in the open square. But he insisted strongly. So they turned in to him and entered his house. Then he made them a feast and baked an unleavened bread and they ate. Now before they lay down, the men of the city of Sodom, both old and young, all the people from every quarter surrounded the house. And they called to Lot and said to him, where are the men who came to your where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may know them carnally. Put your pen there. So Lord went out to them through the day, through the doorway, shut the door behind him and said, Please, my brethren, do not do so wickedly. See now, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let me bring them out to you. And you may do to them as you wish. Only do nothing to these men. Since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. And they said, stand back. Then they said, this one came in to stay here. And he keeps acting as a judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. So they pressed hard against the man, Lot, and came near to break the door. But the angel reached out 
their hands had put lots into the house with them and shut the door. And they struck the men who were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great. So they became weary trying to find the door. Then the men said to Lord, Have you anyone else here, son-in-law, your sons, your daughters, and whoever you have in the city, take them out of this place, for we will destroy this place because the outcry against them has gone great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his son-in-law, who had married his daughter and said, Get up, get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But to his son's-in-law, he seems to be joking. Mark there also. When the money done, the angels, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. And while he lingered, the men took hold of his hand, his wife's hand, and the hands of his two daughters. The Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. So it came to pass when they had brought them outside, that he said, escape for your life. Do not look be behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. Then Lord said to them, please, no, my Lord. Indeed, now your servant has found favor in your sight. You have increased your mercy, which you have shown me by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil overtake me and I die. See now, this city is near to flee to, and it is a little one. Please let me escape there. It, is it not a little one, and my soul shall live? And he said to him, see, I have favored you concerning this thing also, in that I will overthrow this city for which, I will not overthrow this city for which you have spoken. Hurry, escape, dear, for I cannot do anything until you arrive there. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zohar. The sun had risen upon the earth when Lot entered Zohar. Then the Lord rained brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. So he overthrew those cities, all the plains, all the habitants of the city, and that grew on the ground. And his wife looked back behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. We all know the short story. We know what salt represents. Even if you call a Muslim, she will tell you there was a woman in the Bible that looked back and turned to salt. Amen? There is a moment in our lives when we know within us that something needs to change. In our life, there are times that will come that we know something be telling us things need to change. Maybe in our marriage, maybe in our place of work, maybe in the circle of friends we keep. Things need to change. God has placed within us a level of assignment. Every one of us called the child of God. God has placed within us level of assignment for us to know that things need to change in our life. Some situation needs to change. 
But there is always a problem. Our mind and our spirit fighting each other. When our spirit will say, it is time to go. The mind will be thinking, no. The mind will give you 1,000 reasons to stay. Amen? Remember Lot's sons he left. Lot went to them, guys, let's go. Something bad is going to happen. They thought he was joking. That is the spirit and the mind. That is the spirit and the mind. And I pray God to separate your spirit from your mind in the mighty name of Jesus. It is not the will of God for any of us to be in an in an unhealthy situation. It is not, it's not the God of confusion or chaos, but it's a God of peace. As we continue to learn as Christians, we learn God, we know God, we will discover there are times if we get to a point, God will separate his mercy. He will separate us from his mercy and his judgment. Remember what the angel said. He said, what the, the, the cry of the iniquities, the cry of the bad things that is happening in this land has gotten to God. Then the table was turned from mercy to judgment. Amen? The table has turned from mercy to judgment. That is why he sent the, the angels. From the beginning, it was two men. That is why I said, in every one of us, God has given us that spirit of discernment. At the Bi in the Bible, from the beginning, he said, Lot was at the city gates when these two men were coming. When these two men were coming, Lot, he saw them. He ran to them and he bowed down and asked them to come in. What Lot saw in them, the other men, they did not see it. They saw flesh. They saw, ah, this is what we are going to eat tonight. Amen? But saw God, I mean, Lot saw the angels of God. Lord saw the angels of God. Quickly, Lord said, come, come to my house, come and stay. Many of us, we've entertained angels we don't, we don't know. Most of us, we've driven angels away, even rustic. May God help us all. The moments that shift us from his mercy to his judgment. Moments where the willful disobedience of people cause God to take his hand of situation and allow wrath to come. <sighs> we all know the navigating system. Most of us use Waze, some use TomTom, some use Google Maps. I'll tell you what happened to me one day. I was coming home from work, maybe 3 a.m., my normal time, to get from North London to Vosso, I have to use the navigation system to get there. So I know my way. And I put my address. The thing started taking me. Turn right, turn left, go here, go here, go here. I was obeying this south man. All right. Navigate, navigating system. We got to Bristol. From there, I know my way. I just have to eat straight through to not to eat and about. Nearly I got to Bristol, he said, turn left. And I saw this thing saying, 
If I turn left, I have to go to Kambawe, do this, do this. That is another 20 extra minutes. I said, no. I straightened. I keep on going. This navigator keep telling me, turn right, do a runabout, do a turn this. You are your own. Church, listen, this is serious. He keep taking me for 15 minutes. Do a turn around, do this, do that. You know, most men will use women's voice. Why the men, I mean, me, the men, the women use men's voice. This fine lady was telling me, turn right, turn around, go into that street, make a U turn, turn left. My mind was looking at 13 inch runabout. Amen. And behold, I got close. No, b- 10 minutes before that point, I stopped talking. <laughs> now I was enjoying my ride. I got to a point, I saw the way the police blocked the road. When I mean block, I mean block. That The blocking started from Bristol. They blocked all the streets because there were multiple stabbings. So the navigator was telling me, take this place to avoid that. And I was moving. When I saw it, the policeman said, go back. You see a police car at Bristol. Take turn, turn left. Church, I have to still travel another 25 minutes back. That is us and God. We pray. We are praying hard. God, do this for us. God, give us this. And God will say, okay, now I'm coming into your business. God will say, my son or my daughter, let's go. And movement starts. As you're going, you get to a point like your answer is coming. God, I know my way. God, I know my way. Just stay behind. God will be sending people to you, your pastor, the bishop, the prophet, even your father, your mother, even your best friend. God will be sending people. Even somebody will be walking the street to just talk to you. That route you are going is not good. Man, you are seeing it all. It happened to me. The navigator system is an example. Amen? Then God will remove his hand. He will shift back. Go. Then you must hit that traffic. You will hit the police block. Sometimes you cannot come out of it. Sometimes you will still be a merciful God. He will take you back to that point. Just try to know. Today God is trying to speak to us for us to know our exits. In every situation, God is expecting us as children, as his children, to always know our exit. That exit point. Some of us we want to get married. You've seen the girl or you the boy, you are into courtship. But you are seeing signs that this guy will beat you to death. But your emotions, your that thing, that thing will block your sight. Your mother will tell you, I don't like the tribe is come. Mommy, you don't understand. Your father will talk to you. Your pastor during counseling will tell you some words. You say you don't understand. I love this man. God speaks to us. God gives us signs. If you go into the plane before the pilot move, before the plane moves, you see the pilot announce. They say, even if you are a frequent flyer, drop whatever you're doing, remove your earpiece and listen to the airplane. Listen, even though you are a frequent flyer, that means even to us pastors, we are frequent flyers. 
when I meet frequent flyers, not eh, down here, they think you know it all. Some pastors cannot correct them. Amen. The Bible tells you, even though you are frequent flyers, stop whatever you are doing, listen to this lady. And they will tell you this that, that the part I like most is that exit point. They will tell you the light will sh- the light will illuminate and will show you all the exit points in case of emergency exit. The same thing God did for us. In case of emergency, exit. But sometimes our mind, our mind, our mind will keep telling us stay. Quickly, let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. From now, I'm going to run like a jet. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except such. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as it is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond that you are able? But with the temptation, it will also make the way of escape. Are you hearing? God will make a way of escape. But during the temptation, can you see the escape? Because we are not in tune with the Holy Spirit. He said, God will make a way of escape. No matter how bad it is, he will not give you that that you cannot carry, that that you cannot bear. There must be an escape route. You have to know your exit. Tell your neighbor, know your exit. Amen. Amen. As a child of God, we cannot be consumed in doing things our own way. We cannot be consumed in doing it our own way. That is how the city of Gomorrah, Sodom and Gomorrah, that is their way, that is their tradition. They sleep, man sleep with man, woman sleep just like the way, the way they are doing it presently today. We cannot be consumed in doing things. We are, we are different. We are different. Children of God are different. We are not like them. They'll tell you we don't know. Our children will tell us we don't know what the time says. I don't know what the time says. I'll tell them, yes. I talk to my little cousin, I mean my little nephew. They say, Uncle, you don't know what the time is saying. I'm like, you are going, you are going to die early. The last time I told him, I will bury you. The way you are going, I think I will bury you myself. But later, God helped him. He starts knowing my kind of time, not their time. Their time is yes, it is allowed. Man can sleep with man. Woman can sleep with woman. You can shout on your dad. You can slap your dad. But my time will respect our elders. My time, I respect my elders. I respect, I take care of my parents. I take care of the grandparents. When you see people that need help, you help them. Not this modern time. They say you don't know. You really, we can, I can't, I can definitely, I can't know the time. I know their time is different, really. I'm using analog. Amen. Romans chapter 12. 1 to 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, 
which is which is your reasonable service, and do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that is what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I will read from one translation, English Standard Translation. It said, do not be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind, in verse 2, that by testing you may discern what is the way of God by testing. When the signs keep coming, is it God speaking? Is it God telling me for, to me for me to know my exit? Is it God talking? He said, do not be transformed to the world. Quickly, if you go back to the story of Lot's, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, when the angels forced them out of the city, he gave them just one instruction. As you go, don't look. As you go, don't look. What happened to Lot? What happened to the wife of Lot? She looked back. And Bible said, she turned to the pillar of salt. We all know that story. Everybody knows the story. But something happened when she turned to the pillar of salt. Lot became a widower. Why? Because she looked back. Then if you go to the verse 30, that's in uh, Genesis 19. If you go down, it gets to a point where the children of Lot slept with their dad. We are not going into that. They slept with their dad. There is a reason they slept with their dad. They don't want the family name to die because they were now in a cave. It's a message for another day. They slept with their dad to have, so that their lineage will continue. Amen? All this the children did was directly tied to the disobedience of their mother. Turning back. Turning back. Turning back. I wish she was alive. Probably should have given the husband a male child. The angel gave just an instruction. Don't look back. Don't look back. Stop romancing what was. A lot of us keep romancing our past. Let it go. Amen. That was what happened to the wife of Lot. Let me just look one, just look back once more. For us, let us just do one more SMS. One more Instagram look. One more Facebook look. One more. Just one more. And it can determine your future. It can spoil a lot. It can end your marriage. One look. Just one. Tell your neighbor, stop romancing your past. Stop romancing what was behind. Don't be scared. Look at your husband. Say, husband, look at the wife. Stop. 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 The angel just gave one, one instruction. When they were living, only one. And she looked back. 
and change the history. It changed the history. Lost became a widow. The children had no brother. And with all the case around Lot, surrounding Lot, Lot had to run to a cave to hide. No men for the children to marry. They decided to get their dad strong and slip it in so that the truth will come out, the name will come out. And God did it. They have two names, Moabites and Ammonites. And they became God's worst enemy. I don't care if they, are, they were God's enemy. If you trace it back, looking back, just trace it back. It was the decision of that lady to look. I will tell you, probably the lady was a good woman, a virtuous woman, a this and that, a woman you can use to make example. The devil does not care about that. What the devil cares is a labor that will tie you to. And that labor is the woman that turned to a pillar of salt. Disobedience. And a family tree. Got uh, their destiny was all shattered. Most of us would be looking at our family right now. Some of us, I know in our mind, in our heart, we are trying to trace where that problem came from. Maybe somebody in your family looked back. Maybe your great-great-grandfather looked back. That is why even till date, you guys are still struggling. Even if you look at your life right now, you would have seen where God was giving you a warning of the exit. If you just try to meditate now, you will, you will reason, ah, in one time of my life, that was God speaking, telling me to exit. That was God telling me, exit. Probably you did not hear. My prayer today that it will not get as bad as that of Lot and his family. Every one of us, be it a pastor, be it newly ordained, be it just a member. I will tell you one thing. Pride will take you us to destruction. A lot of those that are pride, they are full of pride, sorry. When you talk to them, when you try to give them a warning, sir, they don't take because they know more than you. They are talking to me, a pastor. When they ordained me, you were a baby. Did you go to Bible college? But God can use anybody. God can send anybody to anybody. Pride leads to destruction. Probably those men in Sodom and Gomorrah, probably the in-laws of uh, Lot, when they say, let's go, pride, how can I leave my friends? I think we have to learn how to disconnect. We have to exit some. We have to have the courage to exit some friendships. Amen? Let's just stand on our feet. Let's just stand on our feet. Let's just stand on our feet. Let's just pray. I don't know how the message came to you, but you're going to pray. Say, Father, Lord, give me the courage to know my exit. Holy Spirit, separate my mind, my emotion, my feelings from your spirit, oh Lord. Just pray this. Just pray. God is telling us for us to know our hazards. He's giving us sign. Maybe in the past. Maybe even now, present. 
Thank you for listening. We hope that you were ministered to through this message. If you have any comments on this presentation or would like to contact us, our address is 38 to 40 Parsons Meet, West Croydon, CR03SL. To speak to a member of our team, you can call us on 0208-688-466. Our website address is www.croydentabernacle.org.uk. Thank you and God bless.